and welcome to here's Johnny's Review Steam. If you're a review podcast, that'll try to be nice to movies, but may end up slicing and dicing them. Each and every month, there's a thing. And as it's November, I'm doing No Nightmare November, which is my look at non-Freddy Krueger movies starring Robert England. So, here we have it with the wrap-up episode to this crazy-ass month. For this, I dug deep into England's film career and found this bug-nuts, crazy, off-the-wall Spanish-British horror movie known as The Killer Tongue, starring not only Robert England, but CSI and, dare I call her a screen queen, Melinda Clark. Also, this is the film debut of Jonathan Rhys Myers, and there is another horror icon in a smaller role. So, yeah, I first saw this way back in 2000 on Channel 4's, which is an off-the-wall UK TV channel. What was it at the time? It's now fucking cut and shit now. Hmm. Uh, late night horror block, and I was blown away. This thing is crazy. A bank robbing woman gets her tongue taken over by a man-eating alien spawn. A sadistic prison governor who runs his jail for an iron fist. Drag queen talking poodles? Yeah, this movie has it all, my lord. So, get ready for a tongue lashing. Here it is, the killer tongue. With its four million pound budget, this thing pulled in, I have no idea because there's no information online. I'm guessing it's been straight to tape actually, so hmm. Starring Melinda Clark, Robert England, Jonathan Rhys Myers, and Doug Bradley. Directed by Alberto Saimama, I think I pressed his name. This is his first time director, and he was a first time writer. This'll be fun. <laughs> the plot. When a bank Robbery goes wrong, a woman hides out in a nunnery with her four poodles. One night, a meteorite crash lands near the church and somehow an alien spawn gets in to her food supply. The bank robber eats the food, finding out she is infested by an alien spawn, which mutates her tongue into a smart-talking man-eater. It also turns her poodles into drag queens. Her boyfriend then breaks out of jail to get his loot back. Can she, he, or indeed the alien be stopped? I find out here. Okay then, that was a weird fucking plot somewhere, but here I have it. So after the studio logos, we open up on a young woman, Candy, played by Melissa Clark, who is in a trance-like state, saying she should have listened to her mother and stayed in a little podunk town to be a stay-at-home Husband killer who cooked her head in the oven during Thanksgiving. Wow, that's an opening statement. <laughs> uh, but now it's too late and she is pregnant. Flashback to four years earlier. And up pops the titles. Opens on a desert road, clearly in Spain, trying to be America slash Mexico. As we see a white convertible speeding along, then it stops right before the border of Mexico. The driver is Johnny, played by Jason Durr. He pulls a gun on his two henchmen, Chip, played by Nigel Whitsme, and Vic, played by Richard Waters. These two are dressed as security guards for reasons. We find out the forum have cleaned out a bank, and indeed are on the run. 
Johnny hands Candy his gun, so she points the guns at these two chumpsies' dicks, saying, One word, one bullet, bye-bye, dicks. As Johnny takes all the cash, she then superglues them both by their lips and drives off laughing. Chip then slices off Vic's lips to get him off of him. That night, Johnny and Candy have sex, and then Johnny hands himself in to take rap as she lays low with the cash in a nunnery, of all places, I mean, four years later. The nuns have turned the chapel into a gas station, as you do. A magazine reporter is there to report on this bizarre occurrence. It is here we see Candy has four French poodles. As that night, a nun comes to see Candy with a letter from Johnny saying he's going to get out in three to four days. He then sends her out uh, to an outdoor diner, rather, to await his return. So she jumps on the Jesus statue that hangs from the ceiling for reasons, ditches her habit and runs into the sunset in the convertible, which is now blue for some reason, with the dogs in tow. Cut to Johnny in prison, ran by the sadistic prison warden, which has no name, so I'm going to call him Governor, played by Robert England, who runs the prison with an iron fist. Literally, he has fuck you tatted on his fist and enjoys torturing his prisoners. He beats up Johnny for getting out in four short days. Cut to Chip and Vic in a bathroom. Vic can't piss for reasons. As Chip fixes his hair in a mirror, he's a vain son of a bitch. Vic sees in the magazine the story of the nuns running a gas station and he spots Candy. So off they go to hunt her down. Vic is so excited at the thought of this, of getting revenge, he pisses all over Chip. And apparently it's a running joke and running gag, but tee hee ha ha. Anyway, speaking of Candy, she's made her way to the prison to pick up Johnny. It's a hellhole with no jail cells, only bullet trailers stacked with men. Armed guards are wandering around a place looking for someone to shoot or indeed someone to beat up. Of course, the second she pulls up to the prison, the prisoners are all over her. So the governor pistol whips our rapist and then tells him he's on survey duty and then forces the others back to work at shotgun point as the other guards beat up the guy in a background just for reasons. Hold on right here. Somehow the diner is right behind the prison. Okay then. Anyway, she kicks down the doors and sets up home. The place is a shithole. There's no electric, there's no water, and indeed there is no heating or food. Anyway, back to the prison. The governor tells the prisoners one guy has said he will do a quote-unquote survey duty, which is him getting sent out into the desert with no food or water to survey the sands, finding the perfect place to put up power cables and indeed power poles. So, the fuck... The next day, the prisoner hauls all the shit uh, out to a dig site to place down poles for some fucking reason. The governor is loving being this little fucking Napoleon until he removes his hat, showing he wears a wig as the prisoners laugh at him because his wig was fucking ridiculous. Next day, Chip pulls up to the holy gas station Asking for a whereabouts of candy, unfortunately, he asks the one 
mute none. So he first licks it, then sucks a gas pump, showing her what he wants her to do to him. Too bad gas fills his mouth as outruns other nuns to chase him away. Cut to him driving like a fucking maniac down a dusty desert road as he runs a delivery man off the road. He exits his car and we find that he's completely naked, so steals the delivery man's clothes. Back to the nuns. The mute nun prays to Jesus for help as flying past the moon is a meteorite which crash lands even near the prison, a piece of which flies off and lands in Candy's soup. As this happening, the mute nun has a psychic flash of the end of the world. Meanwhile, at the prison, they have an earthquake as the meteor crashes right outside the fucking prison. And I have no idea what the fuck is happening here. But just go away, because this is bug nuts insane. So Candy, who has somehow managed to get electric and water to run the diner and she's tied up the place and some of those foods in the cupboards even though it was empty minutes earlier <laughs> swallows the meteor chunk it quickly takes her over turning her from brunette so to brunette from blonde uh, forcing a skin tight black suit all over her body and giving her long black fingernails I think Spider-Man 3 only eviler eviler's that word now who cares the dogs finish her soup and are transformed into human men. Naked, but of course. I'm starting to think this director might actually be a be gay or indeed a pervert. Hmm. The dogs chase Candy, who is shocked who sorry, who is in shock. Also, she has four naked men to deal with. She then tries to hide in the basement. The dogs break in, finding clothes and cue a fashion montage. What in the actual fuck is going on here? What in the hell have I eaten, drinking, or indeed injected? Jesus, Jinkies, this feels like a fucking acid trip gone wrong. What the fuck? I'm losing my mind. Anyway, back to the prison. The governor gets his lackey, Flash, played by Edward Tutor uh, Paul, to help him get John into trouble before he leaves the prison so he can quote-unquote help him be a better person. Because apparently the governor fancies Johnny, so I don't know what's going on here. The governor then drives out into the desert with his guards and prisoners in tow, in tow rather. Cute Johnny and Wig, played by Doug Bradley, pushing the governor's personal porter, porter potty as Flash taunts Johnny, beating him up. Johnny says he won't actually kill him, just beat the living shit out of him, as that's exactly what the governor wants. Kieran. Back to Candy. She wakes up hours later to find the dogs are now human. They are Mimi, played by Kimberly, Loco, played by Daniel Edwards, Patricia, played by David Dale, and Randolph, played by Jonathan Rhys Myers. These are all drag queens because why the fuck not? This acid trip continues. <laughs> oh my god. Someone is banging at the door, so the dogs run, leaving Candy to answer it, and in walks on an irate chip, screaming he wants his fucking money. She begs him for help, saying she's became a monster, but all he wants to do is scream at her atop his fucking lungs and call her a, what is it, already a monstrous bitch and a money grabbing this next thing. Anyway, 
So, he... Stops being a complete and utter loudmouth dickhead and, quote-unquote, turns on the charms, saying while he takes a nice hot bubble bath, she can cook him a meal, then she can suck him dry. Cuts him in a bathtub as she struggles with her tongue, which fires out of her mouth, eating an entire cooked chicken. The man-dogs look on in absolute terror and indeed shock. Next, she heads into the bathroom with some fried eggs in a pan begging for help, but Chip, being a sexist douchebag, thinks she can't cook and mansplains to her how to fry eggs. Her tongue snakes out of her mouth about two fucking feet straight into the bathwater onto Chip's dick, which then sucks him off. He then pulls her on top of him. From inside his mouth, we see a CGI tongue travelling down to his guts as it explodes from out of his arse. Okay then. By the way, the CGI looks cheap. Back in the desert, the governor goes for a wank in his portaloo, which has its, all its walls lined with naked male centrefolds. Okay then. He goes to flush and Flash is tied to a pole, comes crashing down and smashes the porta potty to pieces. All the prisoners who are led by Wig all laugh at this as Johnny, who is in his bunk, is just smoking a cigar, as you do, I mean, hmm? Back to Candy, she came too, as Euro Trash Electro Pop is thumping, saying the entire inside of the diner is now painted fucking shocking pink. She goes outside to see the drag queens are painting the outside even pinker. What the fuck is this movie? I've seen this thing twice before drunk out of my bloody mind and just went for it but stone cold sober? What in the fuck is this movie? Inside, she tries to cut her tongue off using an electric knife, but it slaps around, writing eat in blood on the wall, and on her forehead rather, which Rudolph licks off. By the way, he's the only poodle man not to be in drag. He's wearing the mailman's outfit. Rudolph tells her she must eat, but she screams at him to get Johnny. So off they go to find Johnny with a handwritten letter from Candy begging for help as back to the governor who has all the prisoners tied up demanding who put Flash up the pole. No one talks so Johnny's head is used as a golf tee as the governor hits a hole in one. Who in the fuck wrote this and what the fuck were they on? Anyway, back to the nuns. They're all eating all but mute none who is obsessed with drawing pictures of shooting stars, then runs off when the other mock her for being artistic. Kidding. She breaks opened a... Anyway, she breaks opened a... Uh, what do you call these things? Uh, the sweet fucking machine things. I have no idea what I've thought made. My mind's went blank. Anyway, so she breaks into that thing, steals all the sweeties, and runs off into the desert to find the crashed star. Up pulls the poodles to kidnap her and the mother superior. Also in the trunk is the, the naked the delivery man. Um, okay. Back to Candy, who is trying to feed the alien tongue leaves, which Loka has made her while doing the washing up of the 
blood-soaked towels, moaning and groaning she can't get the blood out. So Candy uses an iron. Loka was using to iron her outfit with to try to kill the tongue with. Okay, I'm lost. She pulls it out about two feet, I think it's more like six feet, and burns it. So it wraps itself around her face like Freddy's tongue in the nightmare. Probably the same bloody well prop. And it slaps her around <laughs> all over the walls and all over the ceiling and... Oh my god, she tries to fight it off by placing it in a toaster. So it shoots itself out even further and wraps it around a ceiling beam and then smacks her off every single fucking surface in the kitchen. She then grabs a butcher's knife from the wall and cuts into the alien. It lets go and then flies back into her mouth. What in the actual fuck did I just write here? I'm losing my fucking goddamn mind. Anyway, back to the mute nun. She's lost in a desert, slowly going insane, stripping off her habit. As back at the prison, the governor is still trying to get answers by threatening to shock all the balls of all the men unless they tell who um, tied up Flash. Wig is then picked and nearly loses his balls. I guess you could say Freddy had pinhead by the balls, shockingly. <laughs> the drag queen's put on a drag show to distract the governor as Rudolph hands Johnny the letter but it's in the untie and she fucks off again. Johnny then screams he was one that tied up Flash as the governor sends his number one guard, Ralph, played by Stephen Marcus, out into the desert with Johnny to kill him. Later, the governor looks in on his sleeping prisoners so pulls a dove from the trailer window and talks to it, calling it Johnny. The fuck? In the middle of the desert, Ralph and Johnny find they're completely out of it. Mute none. I think she's a Virgin Mary. Nope, it's the meteor, which eats Ralph off screen, giving him an orgasm as he dies. And by the way, Johnny is driving this Jeep unhandcuffed. Who in the fuck was <laughs> So back at the diner, the dogs have tied up the naked male Ben and the mother superior for food for candy. As in the desert, Johnny is doing well as he has a, a pickaxe sticking out of his chest. The next morning, the governor wakes up still in the bullet trailer with his pet dove and indeed his prisoners snoozing. He then takes his wig off and makes a nest for the dove. Then turns a complete nut job and fires his gun, waking up the entire camp. Back to the mute nun. She now has stigmata and is wandering the deserts, finding the crash meteorite, which she praises as it gives her an orgasm. Candy is now awake. It's feeding time. Mother Superior is in drag, wearing a pink wig and neon makeup. The fuck? She can't fight off the tongue as it rubs herself on her boobs as she strokes it. Fuck is happening here? Just before the tongue eats Mother Superior, Mute Nun smashes a chunk of the meteor, right? Which mutates the tongue to look like a graboid tongue from Tremors, which I think is actually the same fucking prop. Mother Superior sees this and unties herself and tries to run for however the door is locked. Another hit by the Mute's Nun as a huge chunk falls off from the glowing pink meteorite 
which weakens the tongue, mutes none, rubs the meteor dust onto her stigmata, and it, she's healed! Hallelujah! Candy tells Rudolph she can't fight the tongue. He tells her it's because she's a girl that can't say no, and that is why it picked her. She's the biggest whore on the planet, apparently. Kidding? Cut to her in a bathroom, mocking the tongue in the mirror. She then slashes her wrists, which somehow mutes none can feel. Speaking of which, she finds the half-dead Johnny with the picked axe still in his chest. She handcuffs him to the jeep's bumper and ties him up while pulling out the pickaxe. Finally, she gets out as the governor hears his muffled moaning of pain over the jeep's radio. Thinking he's having sex, this pisses him off. Mute Nun rubs meteor dust on Johnny's wounds and he indeed isn't is healed. The two then have an orgasm. Back to Candy. She's dying on the bathroom floor, so the tongue heals her by licking the wounds on her wrist. The tongue then mocks her for being a dumb bitch, also for wanting Johnny so much. As in the desert, Vic is arguing with his dick to pee. As he's doing that, the mute nun steals his car. She drives to the diner, where inside she faints so the poodles bath her and give her a makeover, dressing her as a slutty angel with thigh-high boots and a white corset. Karen. Later, it's feeding time again, so the dogs watch Vic in a two-way mirror as Candy eats the mother superior. The dogs are loving this thing. The hell have I just written here? How the hell did Vic get in a fucking... Oh, I have no idea. Moving on. Anyway, I always thought Poodles were fucking evil. Moving on. Mute Nun sees this and screams. So... The tongue smashes through the bitter, chokes the nun, and said, tied up, she's next. As back in the desert, it's now night time. Johnny is fighting the jeep because he's still handcuffed to the bumper. He finally snaps the bumper with the jeep and screams he's free. What am I here? Vic hears this and runs over. How the fuck can Vic be in a diner and be in a desert at the same time? I think I fucked us up. Moving on. Anyway, he runs up to, to Johnny and pistol whips him, kicks him in the balls and demands the cash. Johnny tells him he has no money, so Vic shoots him in the knee as he goes for a pee. That rhymes. <laughs> Vic pisses on the pink meteor, which doesn't like that, so kills him, giving him a massive orgasm. As back to Mute Nun, who now can talk. So I'm guessing she's no longer Mute Nun. She prays to God for help. Next morning, uh, next morning, next morning, Johnny is somehow still cuffed to the jeep, even though he snapped it. Oh, moving on. It's now three days in a desert with no food and no water. Yeah, he did. He tries to pull the jeep bad leg and all, to the diner where Candy is with child. So she runs outside where the tongue explains this love child will help the earth by killing all the humans. So she slaps it around but it's a kinky bass and loves this thing. As back to the now talking nun that night, she tries to escape by dragging her bed outside which no one bloody sees nor hears. She drags it to the middle of the desert. Meanwhile, Candy has made it to the prison, looking for Johnny. She kicks open the trailer door, which knocks out the governor. 
the prisoners are now free. So they try to first rape Candy and then rape the governor. Johnny has now dragged the jeep all the way to the middle of the desert. Yeah, no mate, you'll be dead either from bleeding out or thirst. Oh my god. So, back at the prison, the tongue refuses to help Candy as she's almost raped until it's had enough and fights back first by taking out the rapist by forcing its tongue right through his head and then ripping off Flash's balls, who's standing like a perv enjoying this almost rape. The other guys run for it to the meteor crash site as Johnny finds the non-talking, sorry, the now-talking nun asleep in the middle of the desert in her bed. He's lost the jeep as the bumper has finally snapped off and it's rolling down the hill and I have no idea what's going on here. As at the crash site, Wig touches the meteor, which gives him an orgasm, which in turn makes Johnny and the now-speaking nun have sex. By the morning, all four male prisoners are getting orgasms from touching this meteor. Three of them explode, but Wig, who walks off into the desert, a now drunk out of her tits, Candy, finds Johnny and a now-talking nun in bed. She pushes him off a cliff, but the bed gets stuck. So Johnny tries to counterbalance it to get free. Nope, it falls straight off the edge of the cliff. Candyland turns to the diner to tell the dogs she's killed Johnny. So they gift wrap the mailman for her to eat. The tongue unwraps him, then wraps itself around his neck and pops off his head. Back to Johnny, who is somehow still alive, hanging by his wrist, which is caught on a root of a bush as the nun is holding onto his dick. She somehow climbs up his body and pulls him up. The two half-dead lovers head back to God knows where the fuck they're going because this makes no goddamn sense. Back to the governor who has came to, finding out his men are dead, so gets dressed and hunts down Candy. Speaking of which, she's in bed with the tongue, stroking it. She then says this thing is better than Johnny and always and then the tongue says hold on hold on love as it gives her a tongue lashing <clears throat> later Candy and the dogs are watching a how to change a nappy slash diaper on TV the governor kicks the diner door open falls over the mailman's decapitated head and fires his shotgun which alerts the dogs so all run upstairs to be held at gunpoint Johnny and the nun make it to the diner they kick open the door and he knocks out Candy with the Jeep bumper, which finally snaps the cuffs. By the way, this bumper comes on and off his wrist at fucking will. The governor forces Johnny to steal a car to drive to the church. Along the way, they pick up the now-speaking nun. Candy and the dogs are out for blood now. She crashes her car for reasons. Johnny makes it to the church. Wig arrives in the Jeep next because why not? Inside the church, the now-speaking nun tells other nuns Candy is the devil and they must stop it. So they lay a trap as Johnny shoots a water tank, which is inside the church for reasons. He then electrifies the floor using the meteor chunk that the nun handily has in a bloody helmet for some reason. As inside a confessional, Wig and the governor confess their love for each other. Candy arrives with the dogs, which are quickly taken out by the the electrified water but tongue attaches itself to the jesus statue hanging from the ceiling and swings around as wig and the governor explode next because why not 
Candy then swings to the cross and hangs like Christ as the meteor chunk has run out of power. So they all have to run to the church's basement where Candy tells Johnny Tongue is much better than him in every way and he can't measure up. Tongue then slaps Johnny and the, nun, the non-speaking, now-speaking nun around. So Johnny snaps, pins the tongue on the floor with the pickaxe, which comes out of fucking nowhere. Basically, this replays the end fight between Freddy and Nancy in the nightmare, except it's a bottomless pit, not an oven. The tongue then hangs on for the last second and then pulls Candy up. Johnny can't finish it off, so the now-speaking nun cuts off the tongue and Candy is now free. It quickly dies in pain as Candy returns to being human to the opening of the movie as Candy gives birth and the world is now doomed as credits roll. So, that was Killer Tongue, one of the, if not the most bizarre movie I've ever fucking covered to this date. This thing is off the walls bananas. However, it falls species in the second half. It's that sort of a wacky and fun and then gets ridiculous and then it gets a complete utter chore to go through. Johnny should have died at least three times in a fucking desert. The tongue is first uncurable, but then when the script needs it, it's easily killed. The dogs are highly unlikable. The governor, or rather England, is trying too hard to shed Freddy Krueger. However, this is a good time drunk or a deed high. I'm going to give thing a generous 6 out of 10. So that wraps up No Nightmare November. Next month is Dire Zember, which is my look at bad Christmas movies. Now, if you don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe, and follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's A Pod. Check out my other horror podcasts of House of Evil and the World and More. Also, my solo podcast of The Stuff They Live, The Thing, and Nightmare on Street 2 and 3, and many, many, many more. A bye. And remember, I watch these movies so you don't have to. Now I have to have some tongue twisters. Bye.